Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz defeat the L.A. Clippers. Another 20-point win on their way to an eighth straight win. Six of the eight have been by 20. 20 is the nice number of the night because the Jazz added 20 points from four different guys as their arsenal continues to just be too much for anyone to handle defensively. Everything the Clippers threw at the Jazz, they had an answer. David Lockin, Ron Boone with you here on Postcast. We come to you after each and every Jazz game. Our chat rooms are open for you. We are live on YouTube as well as Facebook and on Twitter and available in podcast form on Locked on Jazz. Ron Boone. Hey, Craig Bowlerjack, ladies and gentlemen. Love these guys. Eight in a row, baby. Eight in a row. Everyone's happy. Booner, you're going to buy uh, fries. Yeah. You're gonna buy fries. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring the fries off. Like bringing the fry sauce. Uh, to me, this is just kind of a first off, Clippers are super shorthanded, right? They, they're they missing four of their five starters. Kawhi's out for most of the year. They were without Paul George, without Nicholas Batum. They were without Serge Ibaka. Uh, the other aspect of that is that everything they tried to do, the Jazz had a counter to. And that's where this team just continues to be wildly impressive offensively. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right about the Clippers. Uh, I, I think their team is, is, is good. Um, I think even with them being shorthanded, there's a certain way they like to play that the Jazz probably got something out of this, uh, even carrying it over to the next time they play this team, if they're, if they're at full strength, if you know what I mean. They play a certain way that the Jazz have to be ready for, regardless of who's out there on the floor. Uh, next ball game when they're at full strength, and they duplicate that, they play that way, then the Jazz have a pretty good idea on, you know, what to do. So let's walk through it a little bit. And, and I'm not going to get it exactly right. But in the first quarter, well, I'm going to have some notes. They're going to make me get it more than somewhat right. In the first quarter of the game tonight, they're trying to not let the Jazz get a lot of threes. The Jazz only get seven of their 23 shots as threes, which is unusually low for us. It's 30, below 33%. We're usually at 48 but Rudy Gobert goes four of four. Hassan Whiteside goes three of three. So they combine for 15 points. We score 35 points. Our offensive ratings of 153. Okay, that was dominating. In the second quarter, we continue to have, we have 32 points in the paint. We now get a few more threes because we take 21 of our 46 shots by halftime as threes. We end up hitting six threes in that second quarter as whatever adjustment they made. And we score another 30 points in a quarter. So then they come out and they're like, okay, well, we can't allow Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gobert to dunk, and we can't really allow the clip, the Jazz to shoot, make six or eight threes a quarter, or we're going to lose. So Donovan Mitchell scores 13 points in the third quarter. I, I don't know the game as well as you do. I don't see it as it happens the way you do. To me, that feels an awful lot like, oh, we tried something. Let's try something else. Let's try something else, and none of them worked. Being ready for whatever is strong. They got a good idea on why they lost to the Clippers last year in the playoffs. Uh, preparing for that, I mean, I'm sure they, the prep this morning was, you know, Paul George thinking that, okay, we have to prep for Paul George just in case he plays, but still being ready for uh, the type of defense that was going to be thrown at him. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Uh, they tried it the first in the first quarter uh the big man dominated the paint and then they 
to something else. All of a sudden, Donovan gets going. Um, Jordan Clarkson gets going there as well. Boyan starts to get going. So it, it, it's, I'll tell you, David, this team is, is getting very good at, at making those adjustments, especially in the second half and, and, uh, and winning basketball. Final offensive rating was around a 125, was hovering around 130 before it became blowout time. I mean, that's just another massive, massive number for this team tonight as they continue to be the the best offensive team in the league and one of the best offensive teams we've seen in a while. Large part of that is Donovan Mitchell, who told us after the game in the radio interview that he was actually under the weather, which we were not aware of. But I, I'll tell you what, I thought he was just brilliant tonight. I just loved the way he played. His energy level, his pace nowadays is, is just unbelievable. And just throwing the confidence level that he's playing. I mean, there isn't... Um, there isn't a, a, an offensive play that he makes that, that I don't think he uncomfortable with. I mean, he's like he, he, he positions himself to get in that position that he's in, um, and, and he doesn't let the defense take it away from him. You understand what I mean? Uh, everything he does out there, it, it's it puts himself in a in a great position. Well, he is the number one pick and roll guard in the league right now. Um, and so he is really showing development and he shared with us that he didn't feel very good tonight. So he went back to kind of playing in the, with his feet on the floor, the way he did against the Clippers in the playoffs, uh, a year ago. And so that he, he now is gaining through some injuries and some other things, experiences and learning how to play different ways in different settings. That's all 27 points. Wow. Very efficient. Uh, ended up with uh, 31 minutes. That's about what he about two two minutes short of what he plays on uh, in every, every basketball game. But no rebounds. But he did get some assists. All right. Here's the one other one that jumps out to me. Clippers are the 11th best team in the league at denying the three. They clearly didn't want to let us have threes. How many threes did we take? 37. Out of how many shots? We made 15. No, out of out, 33 out of 88? 89, 89. All right, so that's a low number for us, right? We're usually probably taking 41, 42. So we're off by three or four threes, and yet we had the answer. Like, that's that's pretty interesting to me. The defense got better. They had an unusually good night shooting in the paint non-restricted area, uh, as that was a little bit of their answer tonight, is they, they were 12 of 18 in the first half, and I don't know what they finished. Last time I checked, they were 11 of uh, – they were 17 of 29 in the paint non-restricted area. That's a that is an unusual number. The Jazz finished tonight with 20 field goals at the rim, and this is what gets so interesting about this team. It, it, this reminds me of the Warriors when the Warriors were so great with all their three-point shooting. What people didn't realize is they were also the best team in the league at the rim, and the Jazz were 20 of 25 at the rim tonight. That's 80. percent I can do that math. The league. They're shooting 71% at the rim. It's the best in the NBA. That's interesting. He just said that's interesting. (laughs) All right, let's see. Um, Let's see what uh, anybody interesting comments. Exercising demons, says JC, is so fun and carthetic. I don't know that any players feel that way. Um, I didn't like Whiteside's attitude at the end. He looked very sulky. Yeah, he posted up, and no one got him the ball, and he wanted the ball. Um, this is so fun. Rudy Gay is still unlocked. We have another gear still to go. I think that's really true. We're seeing a little different 
Rudy Gay stuff every single night, Ron. He's been in the league long enough to know that from every team, you know, what he can get or maybe plays a little bit different. But the upside of his game as far as helping the Jazz is concerned is that he rebounds, he can shoot the three. Uh, We've seen him put the ball on the floor. But it's still another body that Quinn can put out there on the floor. And I think in the long run, he's really going to be helping this basketball team. You talked about the fact that he can get that shot off anytime he wants. But I think defensively, the length, the the, the arm that the Jazz were lacking last year, uh, he, he helps helps with this year. I'm still terrified of the Clippers, says Tyson Tanner. I kind of agree. I mean, that's a that team missing three or four starters tonight, and they may never get Kawhi back this year. But he's been doing a lot of stuff. If he does come back, they're pretty good. All right, Jazz win it. That's eight in a row. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow with you on Locked On Jazz.